Welcome to the Inside Scoop Live podcast, where indie authors get personal about their books, their writing, and their passions. I'm your host, Sherry Hoyt. Join me for some lively conversations with debut indie authors and seasoned veterans alike. It's a great place to find your next amazing read or even get inspired. So sit back and enjoy the show and let me know what you think. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Scoop Live. Today I'm talking with author L.A. Thompson about her debut novel, Isle of Dragons. And if you like dragons and fantasy and witchcraft and royals, you are going to love this story. And I want to thank L.A. ahead of time because she's in Australia and had to get up really early to do this interview. So thank you in advance, L.A. Before we get started, here's the inside scoop on L.A. Thompson. Author L.A. Thompson knew she wanted to be a writer at a young age. She longed to create worlds and characters that would draw people in and transport them to another time and place, which she achieves in her novel Isle of Dragons. L.A. loves fantasy and witchcraft, and by combining those elements in her stories with different historical periods, she creates a world that's in an industrial era caught between technology and magic, exploring the unique interplay. To learn more about L.A. and her books, visit her website at la-thompson.com. Well, hi, L.A. Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Hi, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to talking with you about your novel, Isle of Dragons. Can you tell us a little bit about the story? Yeah, Isle of Dragons is about a girl called Jade who loses everything. She loses her last remaining family, her uh, position as a noble and everything she ever knew basically and the story is about her going out and trying to regain that because she believes her her father has been banished to the Isle of Dragons and she's determined to get there at any cost. Along the way she meets this colourful cast of characters who help her to reach her goal. Hmm, okay. Um, so what inspired you to write this story? I think, you know, I just wanted to create a story about a unique world that would take people to somewhere new that would transport people. And you know, that idea just kind of fascinated me of building this fantastical world of creatures and magic and machines and all and but while also having a basis in really our own human experiences having something that would ground it for us and I felt like just the story of this girl struggling with her identity and trying to find her own place and her friends struggle with trying to find their place in the world and just the corruption they come across and the different people they come across uh, all has something that is grounded in a sense of reality. So just growing up, just stories that had the fantastical element like, say, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, but something in it, some characters in it that could ground it 
for the audience was always something that really interested me and I wanted to to explore. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like coming of age in a fantastical world, but with something that readers can relate to probably some of the experiences your characters go through on some level. Yeah, I, I love the idea of transporting readers to somewhere else and just having something that you can escape in that sense of escapism while also having it grounded in reality and people being able to relate to that character. That relatability is always essential to any story, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. So when did you start writing and what got you into the fantasy genre? Oh, yeah, I started writing years ago. Like the, you know, first idea for this story happened like six or seven years ago and it's like gradually built up over time. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I even did like courses at university and stuff. And there's, you know, I love, fantasy and and just fantastical science fiction type of things since I was a, a kid and you know and I'd go to the movies and watch like Star Wars and or read about places that authors such as Ursula K. Le Guin and that and I mentioned Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. those kind of things just they just drew me and I just love them so that's really what drew me to writing those just amazing worlds that I think, you know, I wanted to create something like that. I think that, that, yeah, that really just inspired me. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, to me anyway, you picked probably one of the most difficult genres to write in for your first book. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> yeah, it did take a lot of time to just create that world of and to really, yeah, get all of the elements together for that. And, yeah, it was hard. And I think, in a way, writing about the existing world is is easier in some ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what can you tell us about Jade, your lead character? Well, Jade is a noble. She's the daughter of a baron and... You know, she comes from this world of, like, court life that's oppressive and stifling, and she doesn't know much about herself, like, such as her her mom's heritage because she died when Jig was still at quite a young age. And I think the story of Isle of Dragons is kind of about her travels out in the world and meeting people and discovering more about herself and about kind of where she fits into the wider world and her making decisions about who she wants to be rather than the feeling of who she's expected to be. She sounds like an interesting character. How did you go about developing her and well actually how do you go about developing all of your characters? Kind of start from a place of just what they one, what motivates them, and then just kind of going from there. And, you know, I try to make that point of motivation both their greatest strength and their greatest weakness because 
Jade, you know, she wants to find her father. She wants to go and find him. And in a sense, I think she also wants things to go back to the way they were. Mm. So her drive to find her, her father, to find her family, it, it makes her very determined. It makes her very brave and strong character. But it also um, makes her kind of want things to go back to the way they were. It makes her against any kind of change in opening herself up to other people, at least at first. And then later on, she does kind of let down her guard and realize she can trust other people and that her desire for things to go back to the way they were wasn't necessarily good for her. It's something she has to realize throughout the book and that shutting people out isn't good for her and so it's that basic motivation for her to find her her dad it it brings up a lot of other things for her and it brings up a lot of other avenues for her to develop as a character as the story goes on so she kind of grows up over the course of the story yeah she does um she only kind of had her world that she knew and throughout the story she discovers this much bigger world and she's able to change and grow throughout the story uh, because of her interactions with this bigger world and the characters she meets along the way. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of just wanting to stay safe in your own little environment because that's where we feel the most secure. It takes a lot of, I don't know, courage to grow and, and expand yourself, so... But that's all part of the coming of age, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, Jade's friends, you know, they are motivated to help people or um, protect something that's very dear to them. But, you know, they also have to recognize that, that, that you know, what they're leaving behind has value or they have value in their own way and they don't have to go about doing things a certain way in order to have that value. So basically, as I said, I, I kind of develop characters from their basic motivation and what kind of strengths and weaknesses does that motivation bring out in that character that they have to overcome or expand throughout the course of the story. Mm-hmm. Now, you also put a different spin on the overall fantasy genre. At least our reviewer noted that she liked the elements of innovation you added to the story. So why did you put that kind of spin on, on the standard fantasy elements? Well, it didn't actually start off that way. At the beginning, it was kind of just that standard kind of medieval fantasy story where Jade was escaping on a horse and then there weren't um, these fantastical like steampunk um, elements to it. But later on, I added that because it felt, there was something about it that felt too dry. It, it felt too standard. It, it 
I felt as though there needed to be more in it. And this would add something to the world and add some interesting flavor to it. And I just aesthetically love the idea of these different uh, creatures, just on basic level. It was just interesting for me. And, yeah, then I expanded on that with the idea of that the country vanch that uh, Jade lives in, they're going through an industrial revolution. And then mm. it comes from the world of, um, well, how does that inform how they interact with other nations with their industrial revolution? How does that inform the structure of their economy and, and how they go about obtaining these machines and putting them together? And then it, it, it grew and grew from there and because it implied all these other questions about, you know, how this world is constructed. Yeah, I love that spin on it, though. It just, it kind of takes it to a different level, an unexpected level. Yeah, nice. And, yeah, and it was kind of drawing on that, that love of um, science fiction and, and, and Star Wars. So that was another element of it for me. Yeah. 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 It sounds like there was a lot of research involved. Uh, is that true, or did most of it, most of the story come from your imagination? I mean, well, I feel like stories have to come from a combination of imagination and research, or they do for me anyway. And so, you know, I would come up with an idea and then I would build on it through looking at a different different mythologies, uh, history and so on. There was a lot of kind of looking at the industrial era and the Renaissance era, the Crusades, and um, a history of, of witchcraft, and then kind of just mashing that together into something that I hoped would make sense and would have a world that had a history behind it. And so that was something that was really fun to do and something that I hope would come together and yeah, out the different story elements, so different... Um, elements of mythology that came together along with you're know, looking at different historical periods. Yeah, it sounds like you researched a bunch of, well, to me anyway, very interesting eras and topics and like witchcraft. The research part is is just really an interesting process to me. I like to hear how different authors do it. So was there anything that you were surprised to learn while you were researching and creating your book? Yeah, like the history of witchcraft was quite interesting to me and how kind of witches became kind of the scapegoat for all of the things going on. And, you know, during the Renaissance era, you know, there was a book written about witches and about how they kind of were the cause of all like the plague and, and pestilence and everything happening and not people just not washing and you know yeah. having basic hygiene it was all kind of um <laughs> the, the of witches and and you know um they were cursing people and so that, that was really interesting and and learning about some more i guess obscure creatures in, the, in mythology mm. and I, I know that there was like a a creature in alpine mythology which was um half cat and half 
snake or serpent, oh, and wow. and that <laughs> from from uh, people who would travel up mountains. They they created this creature, and um, which would be a I imagine quite frightening to yeah. <laughs> encounter something like that. And it does um, end up popping up in the story. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to come across that creature for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested in the way you write. Do you let, like, did you let Jade dictate her story or did you map her course out first? Well, I mapped it out to an extent, but I think that she ended up taking over. (laughs) Um, I think for me anyway, writing has to be a mix between planning and something that happens organically. That's something that kind of surprises you when you realize that the story needs to go in this direction Hmm. to feel like there's been a fulfilling arc, like something is right for the story. Yeah. I don't believe in planning too rigidly because sometimes it means that you're not doing the story or the characters justice. Because I realized later on that some of the characters needed to go in this direction and that sometimes things needed to change along the way. So, um, yeah, for me, I think creating a story is a blend of exploration and planning. I don't want to err too far on on either side of that. Yeah, it's nice to have an outline, but you don't want to, as you said, be so rigid because that could stifle the character and that might haunt you later on down the road. So I have to ask you, there are many stories in print about dragons. So how does your book, Isle of Dragons, stand out? I feel as though this isn't a story about dragons, even though it's called Isle of Dragons. Mm -hmm. It's about people discovering who they are. And I I feel just all the the fantastical elements. I hope that there's something that does draw people in, including the the dragon elements to the story. But I hope they stay for the characters, for the conflicts, and for how they play out. So I hope the fantastical elements are something that are enjoyable for people as they were for me in, in other stories that I've I've read and that have informed this one. But I hope they stay for really the character elements and for the conflict. I think that is what's at the heart of it for me. Okay. And have you had any feedback to that effect from readers? I have, yeah. I mean, I think the feedback has been, you know, largely positive and I've been very encouraged by it. But, you know, it's been great to see that people have liked the main character. They've said that the main heroine, Jade, is someone that they find relatable and endearing, which I'm I'm very happy about that. If you can connect to the main character, I feel that that's something very important. And, yeah, just having people say that they've enjoyed that and they've enjoyed just the the, the various kind of elements of it and how they were put together. And, and that's 
something that, you know, I put a lot of time and effort into, and I am glad that was something that they were able to get something from. But mostly, yeah, I am glad that people were happy with with the characters and because I think that's what is most central to a story to me is the characters and how they they change and grow and interact with one another and if people can connect with them I feel as though I've I've done my job well yeah absolutely I tend to love character driven stories of course there has to be a plot but I I prefer the characters to kind of drive the plot so yeah sounds great now this is your debut novel, and is it part of a series or a standalone book? Uh, this is part of a series. This is the first in a trilogy of books. Oh, okay. Thinking about your debut writing journey, what do you love most about the process of being a writer? I guess it's really creating those characters, getting the ideas uh, out and yeah and and seeing it all come together I think that's just incredibly satisfying for me to see all of those ideas all of the right all the back and forth and uh, just all the questioning yourself all of that you know finally come together in into a book that process yeah it's immensely satisfying to see that all come together yeah yeah I'll bet see all your hard work paying off so what do you like to do when you aren't writing? Oh, well, you know, I enjoy, um, you know, walking my dog and <laughs> Tai Chi and trying to get outside and be physical, which uh, wasn't something that was really easy to do last year. Right, right. Now, I read that you also help out at a local history museum as a researcher. What do you do there? Yeah, it just says a local museum. They are constantly doing research on, say, local families and the local history. And, yeah, I help put those things together and I work with families or I work with the head uh, researcher on putting together different papers and things about the historical figures there and... And I, you know, I love doing that. I find that really interesting. Yeah, that's, I think it's really interesting to learn more about your local area too. We go on vacation and we learn about other places, but how many of us spend the time in our hometown learning more about that? So yeah, that must be fun. It is, yeah. So what's next for you? Yeah, I'm yeah working on a few different things, but mostly I'm working on the sequel to Isle of Dragons, because it's going to be the first in a trilogy of books, and currently uh, getting the second one done, and I hope people are, are going to be um, really interested in where that one goes, because it's going to delve deeper into the world, delve deeper into how magic works, and about the characters and their relationships. Um in particular, we'll get to see more of one of the central villains of the first one, Kaylin, and her kind of relationship with Jade and what drives her. And we'll kind of see her maybe questioning the direction things are going in. So, yeah, readers are going to see more of her and 
her relationships and what is going to be driving her forward. So I, I hope readers will be interested in that. Okay, yeah, that sounds exciting. And when do you expect that to be out? The end of the year, I'd oh, wow. say. October, November, yeah. Okay, nice. So you've put this one together pretty quickly then. Uh, yes, yes, this one is coming together much quicker than the first. But, you know, they always say the first one takes the most time to write. But uh, So this one has been coming together quite quickly. How good. Well, you've got the experience of writing your first book behind you and all that goes with that. So now it's just focus on the writing time. So I imagine it is a lot easier. Hmm. So do you have any advice for aspiring authors based on your own journey? I would say that persistence really is is the key to anything in life. But yeah, writing, I would say you just need to have persistence. Obviously, you need to have that talent and creativity. But to succeed, I think more than anything, you need persistence. Uh, when you're feeling as though your story isn't going well or you feel as though it's a waste of, of time that, you know, this is going to work out, I think the best thing to do is to just move through it or find another way to tackle the problem and that you'll get there. You know, it's not going to be easy, but I think just kind of moving through that and Relying on your passion for what you're doing is going to be a major factor in moving you forward. So I think that to remember why you love doing what you're doing and keep going is just a major piece of advice I would have. Yeah, that's great advice. And maybe do a little Tai Chi if you get stuck, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, L.A., thank you so much for joining us today. It's really been a pleasure getting to know more about you and your work. Thank you. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining me today for my interview with L.A. Thompson, author of Isle of Dragons. For more information on L.A. and her work, visit her website at la-thompson.com. And be sure to check out our other interviews on InsideScoopLive.com. Live.com.